I'm Margaret Agunmefun and welcome to the ABC for School Smart podcast, where we'll talk about all things education and smart ways to go about learning. Also, a place to find tips on how can I help my child enjoy school, learn, and be successful, so we can all be happy. Before I get into my talk today, here's an icebreaker for you. This was a house-to-house interview, and it went something like this. The interviewer started, Mr. Fatherman, do you love working from home, or would you rather be in the office? Mr. Fatherman looked around the house and said, hmm, it's the lovely weather today. Could we do the interview outside? Most certainly, responded the interviewer. And then she continued, What's the hardest part about working virtually for you, Mr. Fatherman? Again, Mr. Fatherman looked around, scratched his head, and moved closer to the interviewer. And in a quiet voice said, The kids, but don't get me wrong, I love them dearly. Okay, I hear you, said the interviewer, but do you have a dedicated office space at home? Yes, of course, said Mr. Fatherman. Would you mind showing us your office space as an interviewer? Mr. Fatherman led the interviewing team back into the house, stopped in front of the toilet and pointed. And proudly he said, this is my office space. I tell the kids, daddy's using the toilet. The interviewing team couldn't help but grin and smile. That was truly the most epic office space that they had ever seen. The end. I hope that got you smiling a little, if not much. Today I'm going to talk about how to set your child up for success. This is tip number one. Watch your words. Let's get started. You've heard that actions speak louder than words. Think about it and hold that thought for a moment. At the end, you'll decide which is more profitable, actions or words how and why, or maybe there should be a balance. Imagine the effect if every morning before your kids went off to school, you told them, have a great day at school, have fun, listen and pay attention to your teachers. If you don't understand something, don't be ashamed or afraid to ask your teachers or your classmates, they'll help you out. And if you still don't understand after asking the first time, second time, and third, pack it up and bring it home. We'll look at it together. What do you think you've achieved? You've prepared the child to be ready to learn, to listen, to question, and take up the learning initiative. Number two, you've prepared the child to want to discuss and share his or her learning experiences with you. Number three, you've prepared the child to face the real world because in the real world, people don't always understand everything and that's okay. They can ask for help. Number four, you've prepared the child to be successful throughout his or her lifetime. With just a few words, you've been able to achieve so much. When next time your child is getting ready to run out the door and off to school, be intentional with what you say. Consciously or unconsciously, your voice and your words can lead your child to success. On the other hand, 
Your voice and your words can set the child against the school system and teachers. In return, you and your child will be affected. Also, pay attention to your actions because they too can affect your child's learning and education. Remember the same. Actions, they speak louder than words. Before we end today, here's a story for you. The story is about a 16 years old boy that turned against his parents and the entire family. It wasn't so from the beginning, but things just started going down the wrong side of the road. One day, the teenager threatened to set the house on fire unless his parents met his demands. As a final hope, the parents pleaded with the community to send in leaders, elders, anyone in the community to come and help them. The teenager was very happy about the news and he calmed down. His parents and everyone were also happy because finally they had found something that would bring them peace. So they thought. Men and women from the community assembled and one by one shared their wisdom. They were very happy about the peaceful effect their words had on the teenager. Thank you very much for your kind words, said the teenager, but answer me one thing. Why should I listen to any of you? He wagged his right hand back and forth with mockery and disdain on his face. The onlookers, leaders, and elders were puzzled. The teenager's mother was about to faint, but one of them quickly held her up. Are you shocked? Hanging there because the story gets even better. The teenager continued, Why should I listen to lazy men and women who are only being kept by the sweat of the people? You dress nicely, talk big, and desire titles. My parents told us never to trust or believe people like you. You evade taxes and you play on the intelligence of people to extort money from them. Here you are telling me to be good. How and why? The father of the teenager said, Please, men and women, it's not what it sounds like. Oh, really? What does it sound like? And what did they tell their children? You can imagine how the story played out, and you can give it your own ending. There's a saying that it takes a village to raise a child. How are you treating your villagers? That could be your child's teacher. Sometimes you might not be able to get through to your child, but another person can. Think about it. Before school resumes, let's think about how we're going to send the kids back to school. Help them enjoy school, learn, and be successful. That's all for today, and thank you so much for listening. Share your comments and questions in the comment box or send your questions through email. We'll be happy to help you answer them. Go to our website, Facebook, and Instagram for more resources. Please share and invite your family and friends to listen to our podcast. Until next time, take care now. Bye-bye.